Mike, 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 Mike. What am I doing here? It's Odd Pod. Odd Pod. This is season two of the Odd Pod. We're going to talk pizza, sports, and beer just like always. This week, Mike, Sam, David, and Michael talk about Sam's durian fruit obsession, exotic food taste testings, and much more. This is the Odd Pod. So, hey, we're at the Odd Pod, and uh, it's going to be a, a new cast of characters today. And I'm leading the charge. So I'll apologize now. But we got David. Uh, he's director of operations. We got Sam. He's my business partner. Sucker. And then we got Michael, who is the franchise development coordinator. Did I get all that right? Yeah, sounds like it. All right. So we're going to try to wiggle our way through this whole thing. So um, we sat here. What's funny is we're all four of us are used to staring at each other, and we have all these big things we always talk about, and we're always running around chasing our tails. And then I sat down and said, so what do you guys want me to ask you? And, uh, and the room was silent for like four or five minutes trying mm-hmm. to figure out what it is that we'd be comfortable talking about. But So that's kind of how we got to, to this point right here. I have got a couple things written down. Uh, probably the funnest thing out of all of it is going to be which made us all laugh was figuring out what Sam's famous lines are when he uh, when he gets mad or when he doesn't like something or when he's happy about something, when he disagrees with something and all the other things. So um, I'm going to let David, David, what is the thing that Sam says the most for you when he's, what is the one line that he usually says when he's? Uh, it depends on what's going on. Really. Fire away. Give I mean, a, am I allowed to say it on here? Underneath yeah. The, not the other one, right? <laughs> What other one? We have a little E in front of our podcast thing, which mm-hmm. says explicit. Isn't that explicit, oh, right? Oh. Which means you can cuss. You can talk about you know okay. all kinds of stuff. Okay. Well, it, it depends on what's going on. I like to I like to flick Sam a lot of crap um, and then joke around a lot, um, and I really get to him. Um, he threatens to kill me a lot. He's like, "I'll kill you," you know. Oh, that's <laughs> <the one>. <laughs> <laughs> kill you, um, but. But it's it's done in a joking way, and you know they're called terms of endearment. Dude. Yeah, I learned that from my wife. Yeah, yeah. that that bullcrap shit, you know, um, always a classic. Uh, yeah, how does he say it? Give us your impression. Uh, I can't do that. <laughs> Come on, I, I can't do that. No. Sam, what does it sound like? It's hard. <laughs> when, <laughs> it's not hard. You say it. No, when you're not like Sometimes it's just come out. It's like naturally. So it's like. All right. I forgot like, to go out in the south and do royalties yesterday. What was that? Uh, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds something like this. Or her- Silence. I kill you. Well, I wish it was that, that gentle. No, that, that, is, that is, you know, I got that. that, that I kill you, that one. From Jeff, Jeff Dunham, yeah. Jeff Dunham. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Dunham, that one is like, I thought it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, you have your own spin on it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So people that don't know you actually are worried about that when you're like, oh, I kill you for not doing that. Like, uh, yeah, you really can't talk to a releasing agent in California about that. <laughs> you really can't say that to them out loud. Uh, but... Yeah, bullcrap shit is uh, usually when you're being humorous, which is funny. But say it. Every, okay, here, how about this? Waiting. How about this? <laughs> I, w- what if I inform you that next month in August, I'm going to go ahead and take two weeks of vacation. So I'm going to have a huge list of stuff that you're going to have to do in my place, Sam. Bullcrap shit, damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
That's such a wimpy way. He, yeah. <laughs> we'll get we'll get it out of him. <laughs> I'm sure with these conversations we'll get it out of him. But my famous line apparently is, uh, "Think of it like this," and I, I think I say that quite a bit. But uh, it's usually just because I'm trying to get people to understand something from my brain at wherever they're at in the progression of their lives. So you know, like a, if you're a young, upcoming, 18, 19 year old trying to. I'm trying to get them to figure something out. It'll be one thing. If you're a supervisor, it'll be another. If you're David, it's a whole different conversation. Yeah, I have a tendency to be a little headstrong in my opinions and views. A little. And as, as a result. A little. As a result, you know, I need some persuading sometimes on yeah. seeing David things is, a little differently. David, I would say, is probably my devil's advocate. Uh, Sam just likes to argue with me, uh, and, uh, and uh, that's how we communicate, like married people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but you, yeah, you like to, you, I think what's funny is I watch you think like, okay, how, how can I, what can I, you know, almost like the whole devil's having, I mean, I can see your head well, spinning when you're like, okay, how am I going to not make this easy on him? Well, no, it's, it's not so much like that as much as it is, you know, when, when we talk about things, generally speaking, if I'm that, um, if I'm not passionate about it in, in the, the back and forth, you know, it's, it's typically something I've thought a lot about or have a lot. So, you know, I run through all these different scenarios in my head and it's like, okay, well, what about this? What about that? And then, you know, 45 <laughs> he minutes. He usually starts with the word, uh, no, no, Mike, no. And then he starts thinking, like, hey, you're not supposed to, to lead with no. <laughs> that He learned that from Sam. I could look at Sam and say, Sam, I need to ask you a question. He's like, no, no, don't ask me any questions. Yeah, and yeah Michael, I can see that. Michael, you're just getting into this world. So you're starting to realize that when we sit down and talk about stuff, it's not like this, you know, forward thinking like, you know, hey, you know, rah, rah, let's get our pom-poms out kind of meeting. Usually it's like, okay, let's argue for a while, and uh, and then good will come out of it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the images that are coming to my head right now is Coyote the Roadrunner and uh, with a little bird. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Coyote, yeah, his name is the Roadrunner, huh? Wally Coyote. Yeah. Yeah, as you guys were talking a moment ago, you and David, I was like, oh, there's David the Coyote and Mike the Roadrunner. He's like, let's go 100 miles an hour. Hey, I like the fact well, that I'm trying to stop him because <laughs> he always wins. You must be Acme over there, Sam. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 uh, he's where the Coyote buys all of his stuff from. <laughs> like, that, that is surprisingly accurate. <laughs> Dropping bullcrap shit anvils on people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, Acme Company, bullcrap ship metal piece. Mm, this will work. I just need a rope. We'll start with uh, changes in the company. Last uh, last podcast, whatever, we've been, you know, we've been really trying to reinvent our, ourselves. You know, we just had our 24th year anniversary, and so we are trying to reinvent, um, you know, who we are as a company and uh, always trying to improve. And so... That's where we're at, you know. I mean, uh, really, this nucleus we got sitting around this table right now is um, kind of the center of all of it. And then we, of course, use our franchisees um, out there to uh, to keep us in line, as well as to help us think and uh, look. And they're always pulling in different ideas. Um, you know, like Nick, uh, he had sat down with the spot on people, and uh, the next thing you know, now spot on is our operating system. I don't know what you call it, Dave. What's the fancy word for that? But basically, it's our operating system for our company. POS system. Yeah. So, which I always think is a piece of shit, but it's not. It's a point of sale. Um, 
but that's just because you know that thing is our brain and if it goes down then it's a pos Mm -hmm. it's at least how it feels so so we're just kind of you know it's it's funny when we sit around and, and put microphones in front of our faces it's a it's not, I would have loved to have the microphones in the office about 15 minutes ago. Then you guys could have really heard, you know, what, what we're like. But um, we'll tr- try to keep it clean at least. But, yeah, so we're changing some companies. We're making some choices and uh, and uh, coming up with a new flyer here. And uh, so we have some, some big changes coming. So, uh, mm. Michael, talk about some of the big changes. I'm going to catch you off guard. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. No, we're actually really excited about the growth of our company. So I guess I know maybe you'll just – piggyback off the question that Michael was asking David. So what are we working on? And so right now we're just working on 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 our businesses, the company's uniformality of producing product. Um, and, and so that's been a lot of fun going around to traveling to stores and seeing how things are made and helping out create new uh, procedures, th- you know, making those procedures more quickly. Yeah, more efficient for a company. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. And so that's been a lot of fun. There's been a lot of things to learn about, lots to learn, you know, from 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 how to make a pizza, how to hand how, how to hand slap dough versus sheeting the dough on a machine, and who knew that there's actually a difference between sheeting and slapping, you know. Um, so so it's been a lot of fun. So what are the uh, what's the main procedures that we've changed that you feel has been the biggest benefit that we're going to be doing going forward? I think a lot of it is becoming aware of all the weights and how people actually make pizza. Um, I, th- I think that's going to be a big thing moving forward for uniformity is that um, having all the stores and all of our locations on play on on the same page, creating the same product at each location, using the same ingredients, using the same distributors, using the same manuals and procedures. This um, is all really boring to me. You know that, right? Is, is it? I, no, no. I meant like that is like the part of this <clears throat> job that makes me the craziest yeah. is all of these things of you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's and yeah. making sure everybody's doing it. I know it's critical, but God, man, yeah, it's yeah. a grind. I'm looking at David right now. He's shaking his head. He's like, uh, yeah, so you want to grind? Like Come to my office. Lights up my brain. Like lights up my brain, like going out there and uh, taking photos and, and writing all these procedures down and actually just helping them, you know, create uniformity. I, I it's was interesting shocked. how everybody goes out there and each person makes their pizza a little differently. <laughs> so I was get a different shocked by a little difference at the differences out there because we really felt like we had got a, a good like I, I thought we were like 90 95 percent all in uniform and I think we're probably at 80 85 percent um, not too far off it's not like our products are all the same uh, you know that's probably 98 percent but how it's executed was what my biggest shock was that was a biggest shock David you were saying Oh, no, I was just going to jump in because, like, for me personally, one of the things that I enjoy is not necessarily, like, cal- like, like you know, you're doing, you're writing the procedures out and, like, hey, this is how you do it. But for me, it's calculating uh, things like the weights and measures. Like, okay, when we put this much on a pizza, you know, how does that affect the cost? How does that do this? You know, those numbers things. I really like numbers and, you know, coming up with stuff like that. So that's the side for me that I really enjoy. Yeah, it was kind of funny because I worked at a location for nine months. And I remember having like some of our weights and measures. We had this like recipe book and there was always numbers. So you have like, you know, we're gonna make, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe our green monster and you have, uh, you know, you, you, got, you got cheese and then you have a number next to the cheese. You have like a four, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, I remember going in and the, and the guy that was training me, I was like, so what are these numbers? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so like how much cheese do I put? He goes, oh, I just put it on there and make it look good. 
Well, <laughs> well you know, a lot. And, of, and then to come back, you know, about a year and a half later and to find out, hey, those numbers were actually weights. That was how much cheese you were supposed to put on the pizza. Obviously, we didn't utilize scales. <laughs> yeah. So if you ordered a cheese pizza from me, you got it one way. If you ordered a cheese pizza and another guy made it, you got it with another way. It was either more or less cheese. Well, a lot, a lot of... A lot of people don't see it, you know, this way. But one of the ways that I like to see it is it's kind of like baking a cake, right? Yeah. If you're going to bake a cake and you're just like, oh, you're, you're loose with the measurements of, like, baking soda and flour and, and stuff like that, you know, the end product isn't great. You know, exactly. You could, you could really mess it up. So that's why when it comes down to, like, the flavor profile of the pizzas, you know, finding out what those numbers are to get it to taste, you know, the best we possibly can, that's, that's kind of what I like. Yeah. No, it was really cool to come back and then like make some of our pizzas that we make that are really good and find out that uh, that I didn't like them because we simply just put too much sauce on them because nobody knew what the weights were. You know, you have yeah. sauce and, and then a number there. and we don't it's know what it is. Right in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can't get any more blatant when it comes to actually having stuff in, you know, in that. But that's the thing I think we're working on the most so is actually trying to uh, refine all of those procedures and so it's it's easier for the franchisees. I don't know how it could be an easy. It's all right there. It's all like, it's right there. But I know that it's just, uh, you know, you've been doing this for 20 years and stuff. It kind of gets like, oh, God, why? I'm so tired of reminding people to do their weights. And so, you know, you get a little bit of variance, variance here and there. But for the most part, it's all, you know, like you were saying, Dave, yeah. you know, baking is a science. But, you know, what we do isn't. It's just uh, yeah. you may have a little bit different here and there. But we pretty much get it together. But. I think what's the most exciting out of all this is is to see what our end product is. So once once we finish, um, you know, the finishing touches on these on these manuals and procedures, to get them out into the hands of our franchisees, and then to see how that elevates the product and and the store and the brand and the name in the community. Being yeah. a local pizza shop, we got eight locations here, and and with us being started here in the Northwest in in the in the Willamette Valley. It'd be really cool to bring our name out and, and to see it stretch out into other states, but have the same uniformity with all our franchisees and, and even the new people that coming in. Because, I mean, I have always looked at pizza as a job that you start off in and then you do it for a couple months and then quit. But, no, there's actually a full-on career in this, and you could make some pretty good income and, and live a good lifestyle off of pizza. I mean, it's was surprising to me. Didn't know that even existed. Yeah, I've, I've been around a while. I know several people who have retired off of just being, you know, a pizza delivery driver, you know, they don't have, you know, a mansion or, you know, if you invest well, though, I mean, just they might be, not yeah. have planes it's like Mike be. does. You mean? Oh my God, no planes! <laughs> Thank you. you. Had to slip some there's, AJ in there. AJ, there's, we miss you. AJ, we miss you. AJ. There's, there's actually a deal that I don't know if you remember, Mike, but we, we, we made this agreement ten years ago that if for whatever, or maybe it was, it wasn't quite ten years ago, but it was a while ago. Um, if we ever got to the point where you had a personal jet, and if I went to get my pilot's license, you would hire me as a pilot. I wouldn't take any training, David. <laughs> I'd probably stay away from training. Um, I, I I have not been training or. And we got that, two so. um, two people in the company uh, uh, that are going into the pilots program. You know, oh yeah, Harris and Liz's daughter, really, and also uh, Charles's daughter. Nice. And uh, I went into South Salem, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? God, days blend together. Um, and uh, she had the book out. She was working mm -hmm. with rulers and paper, and she was studying, and and uh, it's getting pretty serious. I mean, she's passed all over. I mean, she's gone on, like, 
and either she just completed her long flight, mm-hmm. which um, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so I think they're on their way. And it's just for like a private pilot's license, right? Yes. Um, I think that Eris and Liz's daughter is going commercial. Mm-hmm. I thought that then, was the same but, with Charles, too. I, is she going with, commercial? With Cheyenne, I thought that uh, she was doing. I, I don't know. I, I think, that, yeah, I think that, well, that's. I, I think Charles is more private. Yeah, it's foresight because well, that's because Charles has got his own ideas. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> she, she didn't go to school. Oh, gotcha. So she just go to the how to, how to become a, a, a pilot. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that way she could fly all his dogs around from from place to place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited about it though. I mean, it's just neat um, seeing what they're doing. But uh, yeah, so no, we'll have our own pilot. Save you don't even get to worry about that. What you need to do is you need to make this company <laughs> successful enough to where we even get into that category. But no, it's um, I, I you know you talk about all these procedures and you talk about all these different things. And what's crazy is your enthusiasm, Mike, is intoxicating when it comes to like oh the excitement that comes out of your mouth about changing and doing all this stuff. And uh, and what's funny is you're like that, and then like five years from now when you're trying to get people to implement this stuff, you're gonna go gray like me. <laughs> uh, but it's it's cool though. I mean, it's it's gonna be nice. We've always done. I think when people talk to us about what we're doing in the office with all these changes that we're making, um, you know, but by hiring Michael into our team and then uh, mapping out all the different things we're we're trying to do to improve our profitability for the most part because it's, it's a really a tough industry out there with with margins getting tighter and tighter um and you know it uh and so see this is where i get lost where i was going but the bottom line is um see i lost it I, my, bentley out there made a move and looked at me and i'm like uh why is he looking at me and that's all it took mm-hmm. um where was i going with that i haven't a clue oh his oh, we enthusiasm michael's enthusiasm, enthusiasm about changing all those things and uh yeah, no, nothing still. It's not coming back yet. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back in five minutes. We'll be talking about something with sports or something like that. It'll come around and go, oh, yeah. What I was trying to say was. <laughs> it's like back to Mike's question. It's like, it's great because every day is a little different. Just last week or the week before that, we were tasting, uh, you know, sauces and everything else. And then I think a month ago, we were out at one of our suppliers and we were tasting new sauces and new rubs and stuff to bring to you guys to provide a, a new experience and something new and fun and tasty. And we always want to make sure that we're on the top part of that curve of growth. Um, so we're always getting fresh product, new product, making sure that you get the best taste, the best quality. And, you know, we've de- definitely tasted some products that were really subpar. And you're like, oh, that, <laughs> that tastes horrible. Like, this sausage was just just nasty. It's just like, what the heck is this? And you're like, oh, that's my competitor's sausage. Okay, now we know what it is. That's been kind of an interesting twist. I've actually never, you know, I don't think Sam, have we ever done that? Have we ever like, have we ever gone out to other other companies' products and stuff? I mean, when I'm on vacation, I'm always eating pizza, you know. Um, but that's on vacation just because I want to see other things. I want to see how the menu looks, how you know the, how the restaurants running, you know what. How you know? I like to see them being in that chaos mode and different things like that. But you know, also trying the different products. Like you know, uh, in New York, I got a pizza with, and then I got meatballs in the side, which I absolutely love. So um, that's why I do it out there. But in our in our area, I, I don't know that I've ever. I don't think I've ever. Have you, have we ever like ordered pizzas or gone and got pizzas to test what other companies are doing? I don't. I don't think I can't uh, recall we've ever done that. Uh, not not anymore. 
Well, not anymore, which means that we did before. Uh, I did. Oh, you you did. Yeah, I just want to know is like you're on record now. I want I want you. to know is like well, uh, how 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 this they do. Oh, because, because who was it though? Who was it? Uh, I touched a domino, and I don't like their their do at all. Before it's like it's like a rubber, you know. Yeah. It's a it's 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 hard to eat their do for me. Yeah, is that so, the only one you ever tried? Uh, I I love a pizza hut before, mm-hmm. but not anymore. Well, I mean, like when we when we opened the business. Yeah, when we opened the business. So you're eating Pizza Hut while we're doing business? Well, yeah, I want to know their do. What? How is comparison mm. with our do? Sound like you like them? Because it, because it's like uh, a lot of people say it's like oh, uh, this do is like this, this do like this. So it must be a different do. So I want to know what is the taste. But so far, I don't want to taste anymore because I know our do is for me is is very very uh, a great do. Yeah, see what you're doing to our company, Michael? Now we're trying all this other crap that I have to try. I never did it before. You're making me suffer. I know. Both of us. How about you, David? Did you ever, in this conversation, I mean, as far as what we're talking about, have you ever done any taste testing for other companies with the intent of it directly affecting our company at any level? Well, I'm hesitant to say that, yeah, I buy pizza from other companies. Um, I have compared, you know, uh, products back and forth. I don't, I haven't necessarily, so, so like, for example, when we have an idea for a pizza, right? It's like, okay, well, our, how are we going to do that pizza? Like, you know, with the Philly cheesesteak, you know, it's like, Hey, how are we going to do this? It's like, okay, well, we can get some products. We can test this out, but I like to see how other places are kind of doing it to see like, oh, okay, you know, how could this be, you know, how could we modify this? What could we change? What could we you know, you know how how could we improve upon? You know, I because so for some for some pizzas I have no base point. I have no right. If you're like, oh hey, we we're gonna come up with a uh, like an all meat pizza. It's like cool. I have a standard. I have a base point. You know, but some of the ideas that we come like the Green Monster. I have no base point for the Green Monster whatsoever. Right. So you're well, like, hey, either. how is this pizza? It had vegetables <laughs> all over it. You know, um, I was like, I don't. I I wouldn't even know what to compare it to. I don't know what we're shooting for. I don't know what the flavor profile. You know what I mean? My ingredients so, list. If you were to if you were to be all the stuff I'd like, it would say pizza. Sausage. That would yeah. be the only ingredient. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, would you like any pizza? We just say sausage. That was mm-hmm. about it. So, so you know, I have I have done that before. Um, I don't like explicitly go out to a place and say, "Oh, okay, well, I'm going to compare ours to theirs." And like so you, that, you're going but, out mostly to enjoy, but then you'd like to you have the back end of it where you're thinking about business. exactly. You know, because because right. I, I like other style crusts as well. Like every once in a while, I crave like the the cracker crust. Um, every once in a while, I'll crave. You know, I mean, we don't do the Philly cheesesteak pizza anymore, sadly. Um, I'm so. going to channel AJ right here. <laughs> AJ, I'm channeling AJ right now. So, David, what is your favorite pizza? My favorite pizza? Mm, mascot. No, not the topping, the company, ding dong. Oh, my favorite. Oh, Oddmos, of course. <laughs> All right. He wouldn't have made it out of this room alive. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I will know. say, so there's nostalgic... The, Nostalgically speaking, there was a pizza place from my childhood that anytime I think about that pizza, I'm like, oh man, that was the best. What was it? What was that? It was Sheffield's Pizza. Or is that Philly? Yeah, it's in Philadelphia. It's off. It was off Sheffield. It better just stay over there. Um, it's it's. I don't think it's anymore. 
Oh, that's but too bad. They, they, yeah, they had like pizzas and milkshakes. One of my friend's uh, older sisters worked there, so we'd go and get milkshakes and stuff and hang out. It was kind of like an old school, like you've seen like pizza places in the 90s. It was kind of like that. Yeah, David. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a couple <laughs> in the 90s. I sort of got to well, like, remember I was like, born in the 60s. Like in movies where it's like like how they're kind of portrayed in movies. That's yeah. That's kind of like the atmosphere for me that that was. What about you, Sam? I mean, you come from a whole different country. Mm-hmm. So, what's your when you look back at your when you're doing the nostalgic thing? Do you have is it pizza back in the in Indonesia or uh, no, no, we don't have pizza when I coming coming from uh, it came from so Indonesia. So it's new. For, it was new for you when you came. Oh, here. very very new, very new. I never see a pizza in 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 Indonesia before. So, what's the nostalgic dish for you? From Indonesia, and don't say durian. That stuff is disgusting. It's a, a you just ra- sent me that video. It's horrible. It's a steamed rice with something. Steamed rice with something. Always have a steamed rice. Mystery meat. Huh? Yeah, mystery meat. Oh, uh, we don't have mystery meat. Durian. <laughs> does everybody know what durian is? Oh yeah, you can't yeah. not know it. No, not everybody does. I mean, for our listeners. Well, no, no I'm talking. Oh yeah. Oh, do we want somebody to them? explain? Yeah, I mean. You know, hey there, call number three. Um, what do you have there? Uh, I mean, no. Does Sam want to explain what durian is? Yeah, explain. It comes from his country. No, I I've been trying to, to get him to I bring don't it want here. To explain because it's like everybody have a different kind of what they like or they don't like. Yeah. So, like, know? like imagine what the actual fruit is. So, so it's like what kind of like a football size. Yes. And it's like covered uh, with a bunch of spikes, like sometime, an armadillo. Sometimes it's more more bigger. So bigger than a football. Yeah, big, bigger than a football, and so have kind of like, like a small watermelon. Yeah, have a spike, you know, kind of like an armadillo. Uh huh. Like those little animals, little four legged. And creatures. the color, the color is yellow. Yellow. So yellow like is, Sam's or sometimes it's like more, more not that yellow, but it's a uh, still yellow. And does it turn color when it's ripe? Does it is it a different color when it's green? No, you no? can you can you can smell it. It's more strong when it's uh when it's a uh, when it's a. Uh, Arrive. It's okay, horrible. so it smells. So it has more of a aroma. No, when it's, let me explain when, when the, it's ripe. You know, so the, the riper it is the more aroma like it has. When you, when really when it's really really ripe, some sometimes it's more like you know when it's a uh, the beer, right? Or the uh, you can smell the the yeast and all the that. yeast. All, yeah, yeah, the yeast and the sugar thing. That one, uh-huh. yes, kind of like like that for me. Gotcha. But some some people say it's like. Smell like a blue cheese or something like that. Yeah, I just like yeah. They say it's like the a blue cheese. It's no, not even close. Here, here's so a, I Indonesia. looked up something real quick. On, I just googled it real quick on uh, the durian fruit smell, and the first thing that comes up is the durian fruit smell has been compared to garbage, raw sewage, <laughs> and, and sweaty socks. Hey, it's not even it is close. Banned. It is no, it's banned from public transit, airports, and hotels in Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, and other locales. I'm telling you. If you ban a fruit from transportation, <laughs> transportation uh, or it's transit even areas, in some hotels, isn't it? Oh, it, yeah. yeah, because it's banned the, in hotels. Because it's, the the, the smell is so strong, very strong, strong aroma. It's like you know when you when 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 the country is have a lot of tourism, right? Yeah, they don't want it's like you know disturb the the tourism coming to their country or something like that. That's why they ban it. So, right. You know, because not not a lot of people is can can handle the smell. Right. Damn foreigners! So be coming to my country, I, I think coming to us soon, we'll have durian pizza. Oh, not happening ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Write that down right here. Oh, oh. Put that that's, on the well, counter. Well, that's not that's happening. That's David. David is from Rolling Philadelphia. Over my right? grave. That's David. Not. David from Philadelphia. 
uh, on his neighborhood as have a lot of durian durian yeah. tree. Yeah. There Philadelphia are, there, has durian trees. There are durian trees uh, oh. in in my neighborhood. Um, oh, they were cool. kind of around the elementary school when they were in season. Oh my goodness! I'm was, like really interested. We need. It I'm was terrible. Trying to get Sam to bring one in here and cut it up. <laughs> I, I try to. to uh, I I cannot find it yet. So. Can't find it. Well, he's still looking okay. for it, so I'm looking forward to tasting it. <laughs> I'll make sure we do a video. Do we'll not, do like a podcast do, on like a Thursday. Do, <laughs> we'll do not bring it into the office. <laughs> it is not only banned on transit in Singapore, it is banned from the podcast in the office. Room. I, I will come in here and hide from that smell. Oh my God, is this bad? I don't I don't know if you guys are still doing the whole wacky pizza thing. No, if you David, are. No, stop. I am. I am. Stop, I wrote David. it down to make a no. durian fruit pizza. No, I'm, I'm gonna find absolutely a way. Absolutely not. Not it. happening. It is happening. No. Well, if it, so, we'll there are things one. you can do to mitigate the smell, you know. But what, what's that? Like it, stop it breathing and die? Soda. <laughs> no. <laughs> then you can add some some actual flavor to the smell of it. Jeez. It tastes pretty good. It's corpseish. Is how bad it smells. Oh. I heard it's like on the on the point of like absolutely gut wrenching, horrid, and absolutely delicious. So it's like in between this line. So like I understand like if you take a bite of it, it's like. Ugh, and then it's like, ooh, it's really good. So, it's so, like this, Lou. If you didn't smell it, yeah. <laughs> if you didn't smell it, and you just taste just it, ate it. Sam, yeah. you got to talk at the yeah. microphone. You if, can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't stand up and walk I think, around. I think it's like you know. I think it's like a lot of people don't have a problem. Right. But yeah. if they need to smell, if they smell it first. Then, then you have. Don't you, yeah. you think that's so, a red flag when you have to like not smell something to eat it? It's like that. It's like when you're gonna get a colonoscopy and you got to drink that fluid. Yeah, but there is, you know, what do you? You plug but, your nose, you can but, actually tolerate the colonoscopy but, fluid. But there is the the, the the different is that there is a fruit, right? So yeah, what? that's a that's a scam. That's that's, that's <laughs> not, a, not a, a fruit. That is like a a, a, a guy's, uh, you know, of yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry, as we can all tell, Mike is on board with durian pizza. Oh God. <laughs> But you see, I mean, poor Mike over here. I mean, look what he's got to deal with. I mean, we're coming up with these ideas. He's like, "This is horrid." We're like, "No, we're going to do it." Oh, so if, poor Mike. Oh, I mean, wait. if you if you if you want to check, is like the durian is sell on in United States or not? Ask Costco. Costco every time Costco have a durian in Costco, not even a week, they're they're all gone and they don't bring it back. I mean, what's your point? Say no, no, they, they they bring it again, but how the, often do they bring? They it? just sell them out. Yeah. Uh, I think it's not easy to bring it because it's the situation of, of the, the the whole traveling thing and the stinkiness and the no no it's every 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 product is like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh so you're thinking that's the issue right yes that's the oh issue oh my god can you imagine the plants that are all backed up a durian <laughs> how are we gonna get rid of this durian we can't ship it across the United States I see what you're saying though I'll quit picking on you and your durian because you were so excited when you brought that to me like oh Mike you gotta try this and I was not kind. I, I didn't expect. I didn't expect. It's like, you know, it's like when people smell it, like get a shock because it's like, oh, the usual from a kid, and mm. almost every everybody in Indonesia they love that that fruit. Yeah. So when I bring it, to, uh, when we have the second store, the Kaiser store, and Mike, me, and our director operational James, and. I bring it to. I just want them to test it because like, I always, oh, I, I always, I always bring. If I have a new thing, I always 
Guys, yeah. guys yeah. try Thank it. You. And, you know, if you like it, I bring it next time if I have it. Wait. It's like, what is that? Uh, is it Scottish that's got haggis? Yeah. Is it haggis? Yeah, I'm just going to say, I think every country probably has their thing, you know, in different and ways. And Mike is like, oh, he ran away. <laughs> and and, and uh, James, that one? He throwing up. He's like on the on the on the bar. just like this should be your Whoa. sales pitch. I just, take, sales pitch. I just take it the fruit and bring it to my car. Directly. No, I've got I've got a kind of a philosophy when it comes to food. Is you know I'm willing to, uh, more more than just food, but you know I'm willing to try anything once. You know I yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna you know it I can't I feel like I can't have an opinion unless I try it. So I have tasted a lot of things that I probably would have never uh, attempted to taste without it yeah so. i'm i'm 100 on board with you there michael i think you're the same way too aren't you pretty much try anything once yeah yeah usually uh i've got a pretty wide palate so um i've eaten a lot of things and uh you know when you so, go up on a farm you eat a lot of different stuff so we so. know sam's is durian but what's the wildest thing you've eaten well see to you durian's not a it's a delicacy though isn't it huh? sam in, in durian a delicacy in indonesia what do you mean delicacy? Uh, it's like a special, like a like caviar is a delicacy in America. Is it just common food in Indonesia, or is it it's like a special? Food. It's common food, but okay. it's a yeah, it's yeah, common okay. food. Okay, so it's nothing spectacular. It's just no. It's like you can go over there and say, "Oh, hey, you guys must be having durian." Okay, no, no, my neighbor down the street is. It just smells over here too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if no. you can, if you can eat the durian with the black shell, that one, that's the that is special treat. Oh, that's because cool. it's hard to find. So, what's the what's the uh, or weirdest, grossest, or the most surprisingly enjoyable for you, Michael? Oh, I don't want to say that one. Huh? I don't know. Pizza's pretty good. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. I had escargot once. You know the the uh-huh. snails. That was different. I've had reindeer next to. That was different. Hmm. Um, my mom was really big into the. You know, like, oh, it's an adventure, you know, kind of mindset. Or if you're going somewhere, try, you know, different things. And so whenever we go anywhere, I always take it upon myself to try to find some of the unique items that are a part of, you know, different countries' cultures and things like that. And sometimes it can be rough. Sometimes it's surprisingly delicious. But do you have anything that uh, you can think of off the top of your head? No, Michael? What about you, David? I, like, grew up pretty, like, plain Jane but I mean like for me like so, so I grew up in this like really tight-knit culture you know very very tight-knit and a ver- lot of rules very religious so we didn't eat a lot of products and different meats so like I didn't know what a corn dog was until I was like 20 <laughs> interesting <laughs> so so I actually got to taste I think I think shrimp and um, was lobster in the last 12 months it was pretty good I was kind of surprised you know, this whole time as a kid growing up I just thought it was gonna be gross and disgusting I was like crunching to a shrimp and you're like oh this is actually pretty yummy same as lobster. I mean, I I don't really know. I do you have like throw some ideas of like things because like, it's like okay. How about snake? Snake? Um, I have not tried snake. I have eaten alligator though. Yeah, I've had alligator. I, I have that one too. I have snake too. Octopus. I've had that. Oh, I have um, octopus. That is uh, regular for me. So snake yeah. is regular for you? No, no, the octopus. Oh, so you've had snake with the snake? Hmm. Is it like what kind of snake? Huh? Like what kind of snake? Uh, you sh- uh, they they have a uh, on the on the on the farm or or the king cobra. I I tried that one too because the king cobra they take they took the the blood 
and put a with a put with a kind of a like some kind of beer or maybe alcohol like that. Yeah. And you drink it. Huh. So you drink the blood of the snake with the alcohol. Yeah, I try. Mm. I try. Interesting. And the, I think that would be interesting. The the snake the snake uh, the the meat of the snake is uh, the taste same like a uh, chicken for me. Everything tastes <laughs> like chicken. <laughs> same as frog legs. Uh, uh, I, like I tried chicken. that one. The deer is very good. Yeah. I tried that one and uh, I tried the the tiger or the lion that one. Oh. I don't I don't like it because it's like uh should be really gamey. It's probably. very very it's like. It's hard to eat, you know. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. very tough. Yeah, very tough. So, so, yeah. so for me, it's it, it's it's hard to really pick one because it's like you know, just because something exotic from for where we are, that doesn't mean you know it's exotic somewhere else in the world, you know. So, like, there are places that you know, eating scorpions is kind of commonplace. I tried that one, but um, I have too. I haven't. Oh, you know, I just remembered. I think the craziest thing I ever did and had was uh, some friends and I, when I was younger, we went up to a store, we went to a pet shop, and we bought a couple dozen crickets. And then we went to the store and we bought a couple chocolate bars. I think you guys know where we're going with this. Yeah, crickets are actually good for you. Went home, melted the chocolate, and then poured it over the crickets, and then munched on them. It was very interesting. If you go to Thailand, they sell cricket Mm -hmm. everywhere. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I think we like pinched the wings off so we didn't have like all the that. Cre- the cricket, the scorpion, you can buy. That's crazy. In Thailand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've eaten bugs. I think that was probably the most like craziest thing I've ever eaten. Don't think I'll do it again, but it was fun for the one time. I just eat one thing only. I never, I don't want to eat again. But I try it. What's that? The monkey brain. Oh, hmm. monkey brain? Yeah. You've tried monkey brain? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did it make you smarter? Indiana Jones you know, right You here. know why I don't want to try it again? I, I don't know how they're doing it the first time, right? Right. But after that, I I saw it how how they, how it's they like they it? just open it from. Like a coconut? From the monkey. And I just like, what the hell? You killed the monkey. And I just like, <laughs> take it. Oh, shit. Huh. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tracking back. In the tone of voice that Sam just said, what the hell, is the exact same tone that he uses when he says bullcrap shit or I kill you. Yeah, right there. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your help, David. It's like, it's, like, it's like still alive. The monkey's still oh, alive. And monkey. they're just like, oh. oh, the monkey's still alive when they whack his, yeah. his melon in I'm half? I'm just like, no, we did. I don't want to eat again. Wow. Oh my god! This definitely wasn't in America. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just got done saying, you know, I had this philosophy about you know trying anything once. I don't know if I could ever eat a brain of an animal. I, I don't. There's know a lot I of stuff I, I, yeah, you know, cattle testicles. Yeah, oh, this sorry. guy the that Rocky came Mountain from Armenia oysters, and what they we call those? butchered a cow, and he's like, it cuts out the testicles. He said, these are really good fried with eggs. I particularly didn't really like them, but uh, well, yeah. he loved them. It was a delicacy for him. I'll eat everything that one. I don't know. This segment went south on me. Yeah, none of these is gonna make the menu. This is all in the chopper block. No pun intended. But I don't know. I have got lots of things to say about the monkey brains. All of it's not nice, considering the monkey's still alive. Oh yeah, I, I, I you know, in, in my my Chinese zodiac, I'm a, it's a monk, I'm a monkey. Mm-hmm. But when I saw the kill it like that, I just like, mm-hmm. I just like, why I eat. <laughs> No kidding. Yeah, you just wonder what he was thinking. Yeah. See? 
See, mm. this is not nice. All right, so let's go ahead and get back to reality here. <laughs> well, that was fun. So I was going to have David talk about bills when we when we first started sitting down. Like, hey, what are you going to talk about? He goes, well, this is what I do. I, I was trying to promote up some ideas that we could chat about so you guys could be kind of an inside vision of what we do in the office. But um, most of what we do in there we've d- determined is really boring. <laughs> but getting yeah. out and trying products and testing everything, because we test all kinds of stuff. We've mm-hmm. had um, – yeah, and that's probably the funnest part of this job for me is – well, there's two things that are really fun for me. Now – well, let's back up a little bit. Like, you ran a store, David. You ran mm-hmm. a store, Sam, and I ran a store. And Michael hasn't run a store in this company, but um, I would say that my favorite thing in the, the the company is running a store. I love to run stores. I love the electricity, the ener- energy, the you know. Um, been fortunate now in this position to see a lot of people we work with that have got grown up and all that. And so there's a lot of satisfaction from that that right there but um you know now i think the funnest thing for us being outside of the stores is is being able to go in the stores and watch somebody else do the different things but bringing all kinds of weird stuff for them to try you know everything from sticker designs to t-shirts to the food products that we're trying to Mm -hmm. you know all kinds of different little things you know it's a i miss being in a store i don't know sam do you miss being in a store i i miss to to run like I'm really, really in charge on the store because I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the, the vibe. It's like a, I, I coming go to, go to franchise store or go to somebody's store or something like that and and just helping them and because because then you watch somebody do something you don't like and you're like Gah! no they look when they you try to help them and you know it's like. You make you make the pizza. You try to help them. Like they look at you. It's like, you know, the the five you can tell from them is like, is this guy still know how to make pizza or something like that? I just and I look at them back. It's like, who teach you to make pizza from the beginning? <laughs> that is in my heart. You well, know, you didn't I didn't say. You I didn't, didn't teach them. You taught. Uh, you talking about employees? Talking about managers looking at that? Now. Uh, the manager or the or the franchise. When when you make it, it's like they look at you like. This guy know what is to put on the line one. What well, is it? I just like people forget pretty quickly. And I just look at them. It's like, are you kidding me? Right? You know, it's funny, <laughs> Sam. We need to have you on TV be doing this stuff because on on the podcast you can't see. You're going back and forth like you're two or three different people. That's funny. I it's so true though. People forget really. I mean, I'll go in there and slap dough. And they look at you like like you're some kind of a unicorn or mystical creature or something. Like, uh, you know, how's this guy doing this, you know? And, and the perception is so different. But that is so, I don't know. But David, what about you? Do you miss being in the store like that? Yes and no. I don't miss the day-to-day operation, yeah. you know, um, like the mechanics of running the store itself. Uh, the part that I miss the most is the customer service aspect. You know, the getting to talk to the customers, you know, going out to the high school, talking with, you know, teachers, talking with coaches, stuff like that. You know, going out there making someone's day. Uh, I don't get a whole lot of that now, you know, with me being in the office. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. I still talk to people. And it's like, oh, hey, you know, I'd like to do some donations and whatnot. But you don't, you're not there for the yeah. actual delivery of the pizza or the picking it up and to see the gratitude in their faces and, and stuff like that, you know. So I miss that feeling. Yeah, that's probably... You know, for me, it's um, I just miss the energy. Mm-hmm. You know, the energy just is it's 
you know, being in a store for me, you know, everything from customer service side to the making pizzas to the rush mm-hmm. to, you know, even dealing with some of the issues. But mm-hmm. um, the kind of impact you feel like you can make, because like right now, yeah. I mean, that's my that was my castle. You know, I'm sure, Sam, you feel the same way. I mean, Michael's over here shaking his his as well. But it's like every store when you run a store, it's like your castle. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know now I feel like I'm just a guy on a horse, like like tromping around these open fields, just waiting for somebody to pick me off with an arrow. <laughs> like, ah, well, you know, I just I don't know. It's I I do miss that mm-hmm. all of those things because yeah, we still do giveaways. We still are part of the charities, you know. Yeah. And now it's like we do things at different levels where I'll go out and be more of a representative instead of yeah. somebody that has put all of these things together. I, I miss I miss all that. I miss really feeling like I can dive into a community. Like mm-hmm. right now, I feel like I'm just on the surface or like a spectator, mm-hmm. you know, helping, still helping, still wanting to do stuff, still going to be a part of it. You get pictures taken and shaking yeah. hands and kissing babies and all that stuff. But man, I miss it. I miss the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the best tip you've ever gotten, David, as a delivery driver? $250. You what? $250. How? On a single delivery? On a single delivery. That's awesome. We don't want to know. It was like a $100 order, um, but I, I, went out of, I went out of our delivery so. zone. Um, a couple of things uh, kind of, I, you know, they came to pick up the pizza uh, quite a few times, but they were struggling. They were like, hey, you know, I can't make it in. I got a lot going on. You know, could you possibly deliver me some pizzas? Like, yeah, sure, you know. But... Yeah, wow, that's that was, pretty unheard of. Yeah, it is. That that's way out of the norm. Aside from that, my next biggest tip is like twenty bucks, twenty of twenty twenty five dollars. So, so you're thinking it's like, way out of right. out of the norm. What about you, Sammy? I have three times. It's a priceless. Three times priceless. It's priceless. Okay, so what is it? I don't want to say it. It's a, it's a, hey, it, can you enter some very very white music right here? It's a. That is the first time I coming to United States. I yeah. just like, you know, it's. They thought you were a mail order husband, or it's not a, a freedom. It's not a freedom in in our country like in here. Right. Yeah. I just like wow. I just like I just like, you know, this this is the the custom nature, like that. <laughs> until she say, "Are you okay?" I just insert uh, shocked yeah. face. So all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I still remember where is that in Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. Take you down to the right, the same place, street and address, huh? Yeah. What area was that in? Pocket area? Uh, yes. Uh, not not a pocket area. Uh, before we, it's like that one. Is the first time it's on the riverside, right? Oh well, I don't know. You're asking me. I, I wasn't <laughs> there before. Before the bucket go to Green Haven, I think it's on the riverside, right? How in the world would I know this, Sam? Yeah, I, th- I think it's on, on that. On <laughs> You're looking at me waiting for day. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so before pocket, before they were in the pocket area, they were on Riverside. Yeah. Oh, okay. Re- Riverside and Pocket. I think if, if I'm not wrong. Okay, but that's where it happened. Yeah. All right. That's the that is priceless. Everyone's looking at me, so I'm assuming that the question's coming my way. Uh, I think my biggest tip was about 50 bucks. How are people getting these tips? (laughs) When I tell you my story, you guys are going to be like, wow, all right. The average tip, though, but the average. 100 bucks and 200 bucks is how many times? But the biggest, if on the the money value, is 
me and Aris because that company order total order is I think it's five thousand dollar or six thousand dollar. Okay, that makes and, more sense. Per, and we deliver it in the morning, go to four different city. Me and Aris. Mm. But it's I like, think Aris, same. Can you help me? I just let's go. <laughs> but for those you know in our audience that are listening out there and think about getting into the pizza industry as a delivery driver part time, I mean the average tip is what about five bucks. Three to five bucks. Depends on location. Seems to be the address. Seems to be the average. It depends on location, but it also depends on the employee. Like, for example, um, you know, if you go there and you're like, okay, you know, it's my job to deliver pizzas. You knock on the door. You're like, all right, your total is this. Here's your pizza. And you leave. Sure. You know, you're not going to get it. You might see an average of like a dollar. Right. Maybe two dollars. But if you're one of those outgoing people. You know, uh, we used to have an employee at Lancaster who he would go and – like he would remember like how many dogs they had or how many kids they had. He'd come up to the door with the stickers, right? He averaged, uh, I think it was between five and eight dollars per delivery. Yeah. See, and these are took. the cool little things that I like to learn and quirks and put them into our procedures just to be more profitable for our, mm-hmm. for our people. Yeah. Mostly, just comes down to attitude. A lot of it, you know. I mean, it's situational too. But for the most yeah. part, in general, you know, if you just have the right attitude, you get good stuff. Um, I'll end with uh, my my favorite tip I ever have was actually in Woodland, California. And uh, I went and delivered a pizza to a lady, and she was like a single wide trailer. And it was like, I don't know, 150 plants as you go through. It was like a little forest. And I got up to her door, and I knocked on her door. And, uh, and she spoke broken English, and she was uh, Hispanic. And, uh, and uh, so I gave her her pizza, and she asked if I accepted pennies. And I was like, uh, heck yeah. Of course, I mean, I, you know, bring them on. How many you got? You know, um, and she handed me a bag full of pennies. She goes, "This is like a dollar's worth of pennies." And then my tip she handed me was a dollar bill, and I thought that it was the greatest tip I've ever gotten. And I mean, I and I have probably, I've delivered a lot of pizzas. I mean, a lot of pizzas, but that by far was the best tip I ever got. This lady counted out a hundred pennies just to be able to give me a dollar bill. How cool is that? So, but, you know, those are the kinds of things you look forward to, those little moments, no matter where you're at, whatever you do in, in life and all that stuff. That's uh, that's it right there. I promise you, if uh, you've listened to this far, <laughs> you are, you're very appreciated by the people around this table and all the people that are involved in doing this. Whew, we made it to the end. Oh, good that's God. Bentley, take us out of here. Thanks for listening to the show. Check out the liner notes to see where you can follow us on all of our social medias. Or go to oddmostpizza.com if you're local and want to place an order. We'll be back next time with more shenanigans. This was The Odd Pod.